live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harold. You are locked and loaded on live from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all, and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end, destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest up. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. Texas Republican Congressman Chip Roy, first of all, congratulations uh, on everything that happened and getting what you wanted in the negotiations. It's not, it's not necessarily a sure thing that that, that, that happens. Um, We're just uh, learning some of the promises McCarthy made. Uh, capping spending at 2022 levels for fiscal year 2024, a subcommittee to investigate the Justice Department, more Freedom Caucus representation on important committees like the Rules Committee, a one-member threshold for a motion to vacate, which is what it used to be before 2019. What other commitments did McCarthy make that you can tell us about? Well, first of all, uh, you know, let's remember that uh, a little temporary conflict is necessary in this town in order to stop this town from rolling over the American people. I don't think anybody... Uh, on either side of the aisle could uh, say with a straight face that they think that Washington is doing uh, good work for the American people on a regular basis and isn't broken. Uh, it, we, we have to work to fix this place. And look, some of the tensions you saw on display uh, when we saw some of the, you know, the interactions there between Mike Rogers and Matt Gaetz, uh, you know, some of that is we need a little of that. We need a little of this sort of breaking the glass in order to get us to the table in order to fight for the American people and to change the way this place is dysfunctional. So this all started going back last summer. We wanted rules to open this place up. We wanted more transparency. We wanted more openness, more ability to add uh, amendments to the floor. So for example, you ask, what else did we get? We got amendments to be able to, I'm sorry, we got the ability to offer amendments on the floor of the House during appropriations uh, that will open it up again. We haven't done that. So since I've been in Congress, I've not been able to offer an amendment on the floor. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been a, an amendment offered in open debate since May of 2016. Is it a free-for-all, like anyone can offer an amendment? Absolutely, in appropriations. Uh, we will also be striving for more open rules. Uh, we put uh, more uh, conservatives, uh, some Freedom Caucus members, and we're, we're still working through who those will be on the Rules Committee, the powerful Rules Committee, which is the funnel by which legislation gets to the floor of the House. Um, but importantly, we were trying to stand up for rank-and-file members because too often, and we saw this in, in December, uh, too often bills are cooked up with a handful of people. They're brought through to the Rules Committee, jammed through, put on the floor, and you have to vote yes or no. The American people are tired of that. We need to be able to see some of the stuff we got to see this week. You and I were talking ahead of time. Cameras, because C-SPAN control the cameras. Do you, are you in favor of that? Because I love these C-SPAN cameras. I, look, I, I think drawing the American people into the conversations, the debate. on. All right, ladies and gentlemen, hello, 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 and welcome, 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 one and all to Live from America. As you can see, we have a different background uh, than we normally have this morning. Uh, No, I am not traveling. I am at the studio. But as the devil tries to do, especially on a lot of Monday mornings in people's lives, uh, not here, but I guess he tried today, uh, we got in this morning and all of our TVs, all at once, were down here in the studio behind me. So thank and pray to God, praise the Lord, that we were uh, that we have these backdrops for when we go on the road, and uh, and things like that. So, thank you guys all. You are locked and loaded right here on LFA TV live from America. I am your ever so humbled, God fearing and God loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip hop patriot, broadcasting from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire, and it is a pleasure uh, to be here with you guys, and a blessing and an honor as well. Uh, so again, uh, thank you guys for being here. What we're going to focus on for the first half of this show, maybe more, is not only what happened last Friday night uh, with the speakership, but also uh, what the concessions were, some of the concessions that you may not know about yet, that are not being reported yet, uh, but I will preface it by saying this, 
outside of getting a completely different speaker, we got everything we wanted. And we found out towards the end of the night that President Trump, President Trump was involved a lot more than most people know. Remember when you and I were talking last week uh, about if this was President Trump's doing or if, or if any of this was orchestrated or steered by or uh, captained by Donald J. Trump? Well, uh, it was a lot of it. So we're going to be talking about that. And I really wanted to open up today's show with uh, Jake Tapper having on Chip Roy, which is odd, right? Chip Roy going on CNN or, or, or like that. But you'll notice that it's not only the far left pundits who have changed their tune really quick, but you've seen a lot of rhinos and Democrats all changing their tune real quick because of the concessions that Kevin McCarthy had to make. Again, like I said, outside of getting rid of Kevin McCarthy completely, we got everything that we wanted. Uh, Yes, we are going to discuss the Brunson case. Uh, I had not known until right before I came on live that the Brunson case was denied. Uh, So yes, that is denied. The Supreme Court case that would have overturned the 2020 election, uh, the Supreme Court denied to even uh, take it up and hear it. So uh, that is unfortunate. However, the glass half full is what we were able to get out of the speakership, how MAGA is back, and how Trump orchestrated a heck of a lot more than we know. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here. God bless you. As you know, there was no newsletter this morning. Uh, and the reason why is because of all the, um, of all the problems that we experienced. McCarthy can't be trusted. He won't b- abide by this. He has to abide by this. He has to abide by this. It's all in writing. It's all, it's all geared out in writing. He has to, he has to, and you'll really find out when the, when the rules hearing, uh, the, the rules committee comes in and, and we find out who from the Freedom Caucus is going to be on the rules committee. And when the rules are actually set in stone, set in stone and put in place, he has to, it's not like he, it's not like he can go now. Nah, I don't feel like it. He can't do that. I mean, that's why they make these deals. So what a great weekend. Uh, again, I told you that they were going to do one of two things. They were either going to get him, get him in line and put that straight jacket on him that Matt Gates talked about, or they were going to remove him. He agreed to the straight jacket in the end. And I think that's uh, thank you to President Trump. So, again, we didn't get the, uh, the morning newsletter out today, but we did talk about canceling out all the noise of the world when the devil is trying to bring, when it, you know, when it rains, it pours, and the devil is just bringing you nothing but bad news and more and more and more and more stuff is piling on and piling on and piling on and piling on. Well, that is the noise that you've got to learn how to just tune out. You've got to learn how to tune out that noise, and that's what we talked about this morning on this morning's Rise Up. Uh, but today we're going to be reading from Jesus Calling, the morning version, okay? So let's get into that now, January 9th. Year of our Lord, 2022, I am with you and I am for you. When you decide on a course of action that is in line with my will, nothing in heaven nor on earth can stop you. And we talked about that this morning. We talked about how you must put your faith to work. You cannot wait for your faith to work for you. And once you put it to work, nothing can can be against you and you can accomplish anything in the world. So again, Once you are in line with God, nothing in heaven or on earth can stop you. You may encounter many obstacles like we're encountering here today with the studio as you move towards your goal. But don't be discouraged and never give up. Never give up. Now, President Trump said that a lot this last week. Never give up. With my help, you can overcome any obstacle. Do not expect an easy path as you journey hand in hand with me. But do remember... That I, your very present helper, am, am omnipotent. Much, much stress results from your wanting to make things happen before their times have come. One of the main ways I assert my sovereignty is in the timing of events. If you want, me to, stay, if you want to stay close to me and do things my way, ask me to show you a path forward moment by moment. Instead of dashing headlong towards your goal, Let me set the pace, slow down, enjoy the journey, and enjoy my presence. And you can go to Romans 8.31 or Luke 1.37 to look on more about that. But again, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of people are about the destination. It should be about the journey. It should always be about the journey. 
Now, I know there's going to be some people in here that are going to say, I'm disappointed that Kevin McCarthy is our speaker. So am I. A hundred percent. But we knew last week going into this, folks, we knew last week going into this that it was going to be one of two things. And we got the second best result. That's all I can say. Please remove your hats. And let's go to the Lord in prayer now. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. A lot of people started their field of greens yesterday or today. So a big shout out to everybody who, uh, who started their field of greens. I cannot wait to hear your testimony on that. And again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as we start this week, it is a very, very, very different uh, America um, than we had last week. Just remember that. Lift up your cups, and let's have our first slurp of the day. Here we go. We've got 3,800 people watching here on Rumble. We've got people watching on Roku Fire Stick across digital TV. If you've got the app and you're watching the app that you can download, which is LFA TV, God bless you. And uh, thank you for joining in today as we get started. Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy. After he ended up pulling it out last, uh, before last weekend started, Kevin McCarthy, the very first person that he thanked to the reporters was Donald J. Trump. Now, if you were watching this as I was going into midnight, you know that things came to a very, uh, almost to blows on the House floor. Now, the reason why, everybody wants to know why Matt Gates was lunged at uh, in on the House floor, and it was because at the very last minute they thought Matt Gates was see Matt Gates said he'll never vote for Kevin McCarthy, but he would make it if the deal was made. He would make it so that uh, Kevin would be able to win uh, by by voting present, which would lower the threshold of Kevin McCarthy. Well, well, I will tell you this: Matt Gates stayed true to his word by not voting for Kevin McCarthy. However, the reason why Kevin and everybody got so out of control at the last minute was because on that second to last vote, Matt Gates was supposed to vote present. The reason why Matt Gates did not vote present was because he heard at the last minute that the, that the, um, the deal that was uh, supposedly uh, met that... There was going to be people that were going to prevent that deal from being made on the day that the rules committee came in and laid out the rules. So, so Matt Gates said, well, then screw it. I'm done. I'm not doing this. And that ticked everybody off. That ticked off, I think it was Mike Rogers. It ticked off Kevin McCarthy. Well, it ticked off Matt Gates. What do you expect? He was going to hold strong. Now, throughout the evening, uh, I believe at the 10 o'clock vote, you saw, and, and, and the earlier vote, you saw people changing their votes, right? You saw people like Chip Roy change their vote. You saw people like Byron Donalds change their vote. Vote. You saw people like Representative Miller from Illinois change their vote. And I was like, are you kidding me? Are they caving? They weren't caving. That wasn't a result of them caving. That was a result of them getting their deals. Every one of them wanted something for their voters, not for themselves, for their voters. And one by one, Kevin McCarthy and everybody else uh, that was, that's involved in, in, in his team as far as what rules they wanted, what, how, how they wanted Kevin McCarthy to be able to give power to these committees, one by one, those were met. So that is why you saw the Chip Roy's. That's why you saw the Anna Paulina's, um, uh, you know, voting for McCarthy. Now, one thing that's not reported is what Anna, Paul, uh, Anna, Luna, Anna Paulina Luna from Florida, what she ended up getting for her boat, vote. Now, this is very important, and this is not being reported as much as the others. Anna Paulina Luna, her, her voters that voted her in, they wanted January 6th material put out. Now, there were others that wanted January 6th uh, transparency around January 6th as well. But Anna Paulina Luna said, the only way that you get my vote is, is, is if you cave on this January 6th 
uh, material. This has got to be a priority for me. And when she voted for Kevin McCarthy, it's because of that. It's because that caved. So everybody who was, who was looking at January 6th as a priority, you need to thank Anna, Anna Paulina Luna for that because she did that. She did that. She was the one that was really, really, really responsible for getting that concession. So that's very important, and that's something that everybody should know, okay? And a lot of people like P. Schrait said, I learned a lot about our government during this. And that is 100% true, folks. That's 100% true. If anything, everybody learned about the way a constitutional republic is supposed to work, okay? I was wondering why January 6th prisoners were not talked about. Well, you can thank Anna for that. Anna uh, from Florida, Representative uh, Anna Paulina Luna. She's the one who got that in the end. So that is a big victory for her. That's a big victory for her voters and her constituents. And that's a big victory for, the, for America, folks. Okay? American Patriot 13 says, J6 doesn't matter. People are still in the gulag. I agree. I agree. It's, until they're out of there, it, it's, it, it is what it is. He also said, or American Patriot also says smoke and mirrors. It's not smoke and mirrors. Not for the deals that were made. Okay, I'm not saying that Kevin McCarthy isn't going to remain a rhino, but I think Kevin McCarthy, Donald Trump, Marjorie Taylor Greene, all of them had a little bit more to do with what happened than most people think. And I'm not saying to like them or to love them or anything like that. What I am saying is if this did not happen, if Matt Gates and the rest of these people did not hold out like they did, and if they would have just voted for McCarthy the way that Marjorie Taylor Greene or anybody wanted to do in the beginning, then I would not be sitting here as, as, uh, as content, not as happy, but as content with, as I am, okay? Now, I want to play this video for you. And, this, and Donald J. Trump posted this right after he did it. Kevin McCarthy went right out, and he said, I want to give my thanks to President Donald J. Trump. He made this happen. Let's, uh, let's go to this video. Um, we have this video. Hold on. Yeah, there it is right there. Let's, that's the one. Let's uh, put the sound on that. And here we go, folks. Uh, President Trump. I don't think you should, anybody should doubt his influence. He was with me from the beginning. Somebody wrote the doubt of whether he was there. And he was all in. He would call me and he would call others. And uh, he really was, I was just talking to him tonight, um, helping get those final votes. What he's really saying, really, for the party and the country, that we have to come together. We have to focus on the economy. We've got to focus, make our borders secure. We've got to do so much work to do, and he was a great influence to make that all happen. So thank you, President Trump. Thank you, President Trump. If it wasn't for President Trump, so what does he mean by that? Well, yes, President Trump was keeping in contact with Kevin McCarthy. And yes, President Trump was keeping in contact with Matt Gates and all of the other 20. But do you remember that scene? Did anybody see that scene with Marjorie Taylor Greene holding up her phone and it said DT on it? And she was trying to hand the phone to Paul Gosar? That was at the time when Paul Gosar changed his vote, okay? President Trump was working. This is the great thing about President Trump. And I am not saying that... Marjorie Taylor Greene. No, he wasn't drunk. He was tired. I know. I thought that too. Somebody said he sounded drunk. No, he was super tired. That was after midnight. That was about one in the morning when that happened, maybe even later. Um, I'm not saying Marjorie Taylor Greene is to be commended. Maybe she played a role. Maybe she didn't. What I do know is that Marjorie Taylor Greene wanted Kevin McCarthy speaker before the 20 got what we all wanted. So remember that. Yes, she may have been playing a role. And yes, she may have been doing what President Trump wanted her to do. Okay, maybe. But I will say this. Do not forget that she wanted Kevin McCarthy in as speaker before the 20 got their concessions from Kevin McCarthy. And maybe Kevin McCarthy was going to do a great thing. Maybe he was working with President Trump. That still did not hold his feet to the fire that the 20 did. And I will forever and always salute those 20, every one of them, for holding out. Because if it wasn't for them, we would not have gotten the concessions that we got. So would you like to see or read the concessions that we got? I'll read them to you, ladies and gentlemen, right now. For everybody watching, please rumble this video right now. I'd love to see 2,000 rumbles live. Here, here is what we know as of right now. And we won't know the rest 
until after the rules committee comes in and lays out the rules. Ready? All right, here's the rules, or here's the concessions that have been made, as that we know right now. Number one, January 6th committee truth getting put out there finally about whose role was what. And all of the thousands and thousands of hours of stuff that's been hidden away from the people. Number one, I know Rhino doesn't have an H in it. I know that. I I didn't ever do that. (laughs) Number two, single member vote to oust the speaker, ladies and gentlemen. Let's pop these up on the the screen. There's actually more than what you're going to see on this graphic. But it's good to read along with me for what I do have put up here, okay? And I posted this uh, this weekend. Votes on law, uh, I mean, a single member vote to oust the speaker. What does that mean? That doesn't mean that a single member can vote to get rid of Kevin McCarthy for good. That means a single member can bring it on the House floor, and then the House can vote on it and go through the same process as they just went through to get him to be speaker to begin with. That is how we got rid of John Boehner. However, in, in John Boehner's... Um, for his replacement, we ended up getting Paul Ryan, which wasn't that much better, if not worse. Two sides of the same coin. Now, McCarthy is also two sides of that same coin until President Trump and the 20 got involved and said, this is not going to happen. We are going to get this power out of your hands. Okay, here's the next one. So, so anyway, like I said, it only takes one member to say, I want to bring it out on the House floor, then the House will vote for it. Now, I've heard people say, well, the House is never going to vote to get rid of him. Okay, well, then guess what? Another member of the Freedom Caucus or anyone can say the same thing, and then they have to go through it again. And then if it doesn't go through, another member can do it. And they can literally hold up Congress again the same way they just did it that night. So it's very important that you guys know that. And that was a very big Very big concession, I think, because Nancy Pelosi had changed the rules. Share the video and like it, okay? All right, let's let's move on. Voters or votes on lawmaker term limits and border security. So what does that mean? So that means that term limits can be put on the House floor. Now, again, folks, this has to go through the House. It's got to be voted on. Then it's got to go through the Senate, and it's got to be voted on, okay? It's got to go, and then it's got to go through the White House, and then it would have to go into law. What we're doing right now is setting up for 2024. What we're doing is, is setting up for 2024 and making sure that we end Joe Biden's agenda right now with not allowing anything else to go through. I highly doubt that a lot of stuff is going to go through right now, but this is making it possible and changing the government from the House of Representatives and it'll eventually go to the Senate and then it'll eventually go back to the White House. Okay, here's the next one. Uh, oh, and border security. Votes on, 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 on law, uh, lawmakers, test, uh, term limits, and border security funding. Next one, Freedom Caucus members on the rule committee. So that means that rules committee that's getting ready to, to uh, uh, convene and, and put out the actual rules, all the concessions that were made and all those changes, there will be Freedom Caucus members on that rules committee. That was one of the fights. Okay? That is one of the fights. Chavez Linda says, Jeremy, this is not any better. I don't know how that makes any sense or what you're referring to. But if you think that these concessions are not any better than not having these concessions, that doesn't make any sense. So rules committee is the most powerful committee in the House, and you're going to have caucus members on there now. Not sure who those are going to be yet. Pro-McCarthy PAC has to stay out of any primary races in the whole country. That means anybody raising money on behalf of McCarthy, any lobbyists, any PACs, any super PACs, they have to from now on stay out of primary races, period, period. That means they can no longer go against your uh, Madison Cawthorns. They can no longer uh, put money and put uh, uh, people up against MAGA candidates in primaries. I think that's a huge, 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 huge win right there. Here's the next one. Select committee on the weaponization of the DOJ and the FBI. I don't know why I didn't put that on there. And the FBI. So the DOJ and the FBI will now have committees similar to the Shamuary 6 committee with subpoena power to go after the DOJ and the FBI for their weaponization against conservatives. The next one, 72 hours to read a bill before going to the House floor. No more will you put a bill on the House floor without members of the uh, Republican Party reading it, okay? We didn't want McCarthy. Trump is not a king. Yeah, no, we get that. We get that. But we got him, and Trump will be president. So you're going to deal with what we got, and you're going to understand how great of the concessions that we got. We didn't get first place. We got second place. We'll deal with it, and we'll move forward. We got a lot more than we would have gotten had we just voted for Kevin McCarthy, okay? 
Here's the next one. To reveal the salaries of all government officials. That means everybody. Bureaucrats, appointees, election executives, uh, people who are elected in. Everybody. Every single one of them. Now I want to go and I want to read more because there are more about this as well. Um, end all COVID mandates and funding. You're gonna, they're going to end all COVID mandates and all funding in the House and any funding going towards any bills moving forward. Ending all COVID mandates and all of that. Um, budget that stops an increase in the debt ceiling and holds the Senate accountable. That means if there is any raise in the debt ceiling or any kind of a budget passed, then that means that they have to figure out where they're going to take it from in order to balance that, balance that raise out so that there will be no more added debt. If you're going to add debt, you're going to, re- you're going to take it from somewhere else. That's going to be the part of that's going to be that's going to be a big one moving forward. I think that's bigger than most people realize. Okay, single subject bills. That means they want to from now on, if you're going to vote on something, they want to vote on a single subject and they want to debate it on the House floor the same way they debated getting Kevin McCarthy into the speakership to begin with. And ladies and gentlemen, last but not least, a committee to investigate uh, Tony Fauci and his role in funding gain-of-function research with COVID-19. So those are all the concessions that were made from the 20 holding out and holding Kevin McCarthy's feet to the fire. Again, I will go back. I'm not going to stand up for Marjorie Taylor Greene on this one, and I don't care if Donald Trump had her there to play a role or not because she wanted Kevin McCarthy as speaker prior to all of these concessions being made. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a no-no. That right there is a no-no. We do not want that. That's not what we needed. We needed these 20 to at least make sure that if Kevin McCarthy was going to be the speaker... If they couldn't hold out to make it so that he wasn't speaker, that at least they would put that straight jacket on him, like Matt Gates said. Now we're going to go and we're going to play a clip from Matt Gates, Folks, I know not everybody's going to be happy. I know that there's people on here that are already upset. Oh, I don't care. I didn't want McCarthy. Neither did I. Neither did I. But if you don't think that the last two years of fighting that you and I have done every day together is did not result in a culmination of these concessions being made and MAGA taking back over the House of Representatives and one-third of the government as of right now, if you don't think that that's true, then you have not been paying attention, and then you have not been here. It's that simple. No, a a a good deal is a deal where not everybody's going to be happy, and you should be a hell of a lot more happy than Kevin McCarthy and his band of losers right now and the Rhinos establishment that wanted him in there because they, they, they neutered him. They neutered him. Yes, J6 and IRS. The very first thing Kevin McCarthy said when, at his, at his spe- at, when he got up there and gave his speech, by the way, I did not listen to that speech. I did not listen to that speech. I only saw excerpts of it because I was done with it at that point. I was so irritated with Kevin McCarthy, I was done with it. Um, his first thing he said was, we are going after defunding the, uh, the 87,000 IRS, IRS agents. And if you did not join in from the beginning of the show, I said that the very first thing that Anna Paulina Luna got was a concession on J6 to get all the information out about J6. Let's go to Matt Gates. Let's go to Matt Gates right now, folks, because... Uh, um, this is what he said right afterwards. Let me, um, see if I can, it's probably the best place to put it. I'm going to put it on full screen for you. Here's Matt Gates talking about it right afterwards. Okay. Check it out. By Florida Republican Congressman and member of the House Armed Services and Judiciary Committees, Matt Gates. Welcome Congressman. Great to have you. Good to be with you. So is it worth it all going 15 rounds to elect a speaker? Absolutely. Absolutely. We got concessions that really were being rejected as early as Monday when it comes to being able to read legislation 72 hours before its adoption, individual appropriations bills, Mm -hmm. and ultimately what we negotiated ensures that we will never again have a circumstance like this omnibus spending legislation because bills will have to comport to a single subject. There will be germanity requirements on 
amendments. And so it's going to be an open process, a transparent process. Amen. I'm thrilled at where the House of Representatives is today. You were quoted as saying the construct of these rules concessions functionally turn the speakership into a ceremonial position. Do you mean that? Well, Speaker McCarthy is our speaker. And Long live the speaker. I look forward to working closely with him. But he did agree to his great credit to democratize power to the membership. There you Oftentimes, go. these committees that decide what bills come to the floor, what the spending paradigm is, they're controlled just by people loyal to the speaker. Now what we have is a real representation of all of the different viewpoints within our conference. There you go. On the Rules Committee, on the Appropriations Committee, we fought hard to get agreements to have conservatives on those committees, to have our budget hawks on appropriations and I can't wait to see what we're able to do when we unlock the potential of all of our members going forward. What about the concern that this delayed process weakened him and to recap we've got a Democrat in the White House, we've got Democrats running the United States Senate, don't you need to him, him to be as strong as possible? Well I think the way to have a strong Republican position on a lot of these issues is to have strong Republicans on the most relevant committees. Mm -hmm. And I don't really get the critique that taking from Tuesday to Friday to work this out puts the Republican majority in peril. I mean, you know, Mike, that in the summer, the entire Congress takes like six weeks off mm -hmm. where we're not even around at all. So to take four days to figure out who's going to be second in line to the presidency and to ensure that we have a House of Representatives that is a fighting force going to check the Biden. All right, I just want to pause this for a minute. I want to talk about what he's talking about there. What he's talking about is iron sharpening iron. We have a stronger Republican Party because of this now. Do, you, do, do the naysayers realize that? Like, obviously, our goal was to have a speaker that, that wanted everything that Matt Gates and you and I want. That's what our goal was, to have a speaker that wanted and would push for everything that you and I and Matt Gates want. The second best thing that we could have had is to have a speaker we didn't want, but that was beheld to everything that we wanted just to have the speaker's uh, spot. That's what we got. That is what we have. That is why this Republican Party is a force to be reckoned with. And I will tell you this. Look at Adam Schiff. Look at how mad he was after the concessions were made. Look how mad Nancy Pelosi was. Look at their Twitter accounts. Look how mad um, um, Eric Fartwell and Kinzinger and Cheney, they all chimed in. Go look at their social media accounts. Look how mad they were with Kevin McCarthy making those concessions when a day just prior to that, they were saying, just elect him and stop it. Elect him and stop it. Elect him and stop it. And then... When we didn't elect him and we didn't stop it and we made him concede to all of those wishes, all those people, the right people that should be mad, were mad. I disagreed with Trump at the beginning, but now I understand why he did what he did. Well, let's look at it this way. If Trump would have been speaker, that's what, that's what I would have wanted. That's what, if you ask me, that's what I would have wanted. But had Trump been speaker, would he really have been able to run for president as Speaker of the House? Would he have been able to really do what he needs to do to run? For, I mean, maybe he could have. I don't know. President Trump is a beast. But as Speaker, you have a lot of obligations. You have a lot of duties. You have a lot of responsibilities. Raising money is one of them. He needs to raise money for his campaign. He needs to raise money for uh, his presidency. Again, I would rather have him in the Speaker's spot. But if he's going to have a proxy in there, if he's going to have somebody that he's going to say jump, and that little loser is going to go, how high, sir? How high? And he's held to the fire because of the 20. So he's held accountable from above and he's held accountable from below. And he's just stuck in the middle. I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this. I'm not ecstatic with this, but I'm okay with this. Now, I'm going to play the rest of this video. And I told you how the news media and rhinos are changing their tune all of a sudden because they don't have the power anymore. Let's listen to this and then we'll go uh, to Dan Crenshaw and see what he said about it administration absolutely worth it up next is the rules package the governing rules for the next two years in the house of representatives any drama there i don't expect it i think this is an exquisite rules package and you know Boom. members of congress even speakers we pass through these positions and move on to other things but oftentimes when you make the rules better you can actually improve the health of the institution long term some of these rules will allow us to zero in on specific elements of federal spending and force votes on whether or not that is an appropriate use of tax dollars also baked into these rules we're going to vote on a church style commission to evaluate the weaponization of this government 
government yep. against our people. That's yep. the FBI, the DOJ, yep. but even other entities that we see abusing their power to the detriment of the liberty of our citizens. This is going to give us more staff, more resources, and we're going to get government back on the side of the American people. There was a tense moment late night Friday night when Congressman Mike Rogers, expected to be the next chairman of House Armed Services, confronted you. You guys both serve on the Armed Services Committee. What was that all about, and are you guys going to be able to work together on armed services? Well, Mike Rogers is going to be a terrific chairman of the Armed Services Committee, and we share a deep commitment to our national defense, to our men and women in uniform, and of course, in a late-night moment of high drama, people can have moments of frustration, but Mike Rogers and I have a six-year productive uh, working relationship. We're going to work together wonderfully going forward, and I don't think there should be any punishment or reprisal just because he had an animated moment. He has my forgiveness and uh, certainly is someone who's done great things for our national defense and will continue to do those great things. Well, there You've you taken go. some praise from people. There you go. Now, Hope says, Jeremy, Trump was not even for any of these concessions. He wanted McCarthy before they existed. That's the part what I'm talking about. That's not true. That's what I was talking about in the beginning of this. How much was President Trump involved in this? He was involved in the concessions from the very beginning. So all of that drama that we were hearing that President Trump was not happy with Matt Gates and he was not happy with Lauren Boebert, that's not true. That's not true. He was telling them that they needed to work out this deal and they needed to make it happen. But he was also telling, saying that these late night debates, this conversation, these arguments back and forth, this is going to make the Republican Party stronger. He was saying that all along. I believe that he was fully willing to give Kevin McCarthy the speakership he was fully willing to give it to him because he knew he was going to be able to say jump and say how high. But he was also holding his feet to the fire from below. And he was encouraging the 20 to stand strong, but also come to the agreement and get it done so we can get to work. So, ladies and gentlemen, understand, you and I are never, even with sources that Matt Crispy has and that I have or anybody that has a show has or any of you have from people you have met, none of us are going to know 100% the truth of what's going on. The best we can do is analyze with the, with the uh, information that we have, both that's reported and that we hear from people that we know. And we've got to put it all together and we've got to make a, the best case scenario out of this and fight for what we know is right. I think we fought for what we knew was right. I think we're better off this week than we were last week. And now MAGA is back in control in the government. Maybe not completely yet, but it's a start. And that's what we need. That, we fought for two years to get back into a position to where we could stop the spending, stop the bleeding, figure out our elections and have somebody in the government representing us so they could figure out how to stop this steals, these steals that are going on. All of this will move forward nicely now, and I don't expect to see any problems. And if any problems do arise, guess what? Matt Gates says, all right, I want to recall him. Let's get him out of here. And then everything stops. Do you think they want that to happen? Do you think anybody wants to, to, to be where we were for the last week? Flo says, how do you know none of this is true, that President Trump wanted the concessions all along? How do you know he was a part of it? Because we know conversations he had now with Matt Gates, with Lauren Boebert, with Marjorie Taylor Greene for the last five days. We know now. We know what they were talking about now. That's why. We've heard it. They've said it. Trump said it. So they didn't say it prior to. So anyway, I want it now when, going about uh, changing tunes, right? Changing tunes. Well... Do we have this, uh, there it is, Dan Crenshaw. So Dan Crenshaw was part of the calling everybody terrorists, right? Dan Crenshaw was the part of, he was the rhinos that wanted Kevin McCarthy in before the, uh, before the concessions were made. Again, I will never back anybody that wanted McCarthy in before concessions were made and voted for him before concessions were made. I'm not going to forgive people for that. I'm just not. I'm not. Well, and I'm never, ever, ever, going to say that McCarthy McCoward is not a, 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 a rhino because he is. If he had it his way, he'd be a rhino the rest of his life and never concede anything. And Dan Crenshaw is also a rhino who I will never align myself with. Okay? But Dan Crenshaw now is apologizing for calling all of you terrorists. But th things get heated and things get said. Uh, obviously, to the people who took offense by that, it's pretty obvious that it's meant as a turn of phrase in the... In it's the a metaphor. It's, not... it's in the context of intransient negotiations. I Look, I, I've got pretty thick skin. I'm called awful, vile things by... Which are the, true. The, ...the very same wing of the party that, that 
that I'm fighting, I was fighting at that moment. So I, I was a little taken aback by, by the uh, sensitivity. Yeah, by the sensitivity of it. But um, to the extent that I had colleagues that were that were offended by it, I sincerely apologize to them. I don't want them to think I actually believe they're terrorists. It's clearly then don't a say kind of phrase that you use in what is an intransient negotiation. Then don't say it because I'm calling you a rhino. I am saying you're not a true conservative. I'm saying that you are in the same place that Kevin McCoward is, working with the World Economic Forum and being a loser. You are a loser. I mean what I say. You are a traitor to this country if you fought for it or not because you are for the WEF. And so is Kevin McCoward. You guys are losers. And I say what I mean, and I'm not going to come back and say, oh, I'm sorry if you took any offense to it. That's not what I meant. You called us terrorists. You called us terrorists. I'm a loser. I'm a that is left-wing loser. rhetoric. And I'm not what I appear to be. Now, again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, and, and I just, and you know what? I'm going to go ahead. I'm just going to go ahead now and give, uh, and give uh, Dan Crenshaw the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. Let's go ahead and give that to him. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Ladies and gentlemen, the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day goes to Dan Crenshaw. Because nobody believes what you have to say. You are a loser. You are a rhino. And just like Kevin, we will never like you. But Kevin has an opportunity here, folks. Kevin has an opportunity here. You're very welcome, Miss uh, uh, Kamide. Kevin has an opportunity here. He said he's changed. Everybody that went up and nominated him said, Kevin McCarthy's changed. Do you forgive Marjorie Taylor Greene? No. I mean, as a Christian, I'll forgive everybody. And if Marjorie comes on here and tells me something different and she was a part of a, a plan that none of us knew about, and then I'll be 100% okay. But if you, would have, if you voted for and, would have, and, 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 and called people terrorists and said mean things about other people who didn't vote for him before the concessions and that wasn't all part of the plan and you really wanted him in there, then no, I'm not going to forgive that. Not politically. Spiritually, I'll forgive that, but not politically. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. Now, but again, McCarthy has an opportunity here. He has an opportunity here to do exactly what he and all of his cronies said. McCarthy's changed. Okay, let's see it. Let's see it. Let's see the change. There's 5,000 people in here. How many believe that Kevin McCarthy, not will, not will, uh, he, he, has to, he has to abide by the deals, but I'm talking about outside of the deals as a person. How many people believe that Kevin McCarthy's actually changed? And how many believe that he'll only stick to the deal because it's in writing and he has to? Because he is promising to do things that are not even part of the deal yet. Like the IRS agents. Like the, uh, the DOJ and the FBI. Like he's promised to put a committee uh, against them. But does he actually promise to go? What happens if you find out that Joe Biden... Is, is definitely needs to be impeached because Kevin McCarthy's already on record saying that he didn't want to impeach him. Well, what happens if the evidence shows that we all know? What happens if that happens? Will you impeach him? How many of you believe he will? I don't think he will. I don't think he'll ever impeach Joe Biden no matter what. I don't. I think he'll, I think he'll have to agree to the deals that he made, the concessions he'll have to. He has no choice. Legally, he has to. But I don't think he'll ever, ever, ever do what's right if it's his choice. I don't think he will. We'll see. You're going to have to show us better than you can tell us. You can see the chat. They, they go along with me. They don't believe that this guy's changed in any way. They don't believe that. He didn't make a concession to, to, to impeach Biden. That should have been a concession. But again, you really can't do that unless you make the concession to have the committees and the committees actually bring forth the truth. But Kevin McCarthy knows the truth. I mean, come on. They should have said this. Look, if we bring to you proof and evidence that he should be impeached, will you impeach him? Not that there's not proof and evidence. Look at the southern border. Will you, will you put a vote on the floor to impeach him? They should have made him say that. that. That's the only concession outside of the ones that we have that I would have said. What about MTG's article of impeachment? McCarthy said he, I know she put articles of impeachment up, but hey, we'll see. We'll see. Let's see if Kevin McCarthy does it because she's got, she's got articles of impeachment up that she wants on the floor. She did a lot for him, right? He owes her, right? Let's see if that happens.
Let's see if that happens. Uh, folks, let's quickly uh, go to a, uh, a sponsor real quick. And since we're talking about those 20 Patriots, I think that we should talk about 4Patriots.com, folks. Look, everybody out there needs to rely on themselves more, I mean, not outside of God. I mean, you, you cannot rely on the electric companies. You cannot rely on the government. You cannot rely on anybody out there but God and yourselves. So it's better to have and not need than need and not have. And when you're talking about power, Generators that you can charge by the sun, um, meal ready, um, you know, three months, six month meals, year long meals. If you want survival foods or waters or any kind of things like that, or even if you just want this stuff for camping, camping, and you want to be able to be self reliant on, on on having the things that you need, then go to fourpatriots.com. Use the promo code LFA. Okay, that's time of sign out and you'll get uh, 10% off your purchase. Or if you want this big bad boy right here, which is actually quite heavy and is built durable. We just unboxed ours this weekend. Then, ladies and gentlemen, go to fourpatriots.com slash LFA, fourpatriots.com slash LFA, and you'll get $500 off that immediately. Now, a lot of people are saying it makes no doesn't matter anyway, because if you send it to the Senate, it won't be impeached. You're right. You're right. But at least we can impeach him in the House. At least we can impeach him in the House if we have to. And at least we can say, he can, we can say that he's a, a standing impeached resident, like they say about President Trump. And at least it shows that we're pushing it forward. And at least it'll be there for when we take over the Senate again. Agreed. None of these bills that we want are really going to come out of the House and go get passed by Biden as long as he's there. That's not what we care about. What we care about is planting seeds for 2024 and getting out these new committees now so that these new committees can start investigating these people so we have all the proof and evidence we, do, we need by 2024. Remember that, okay? Again, if Kevin McCoward in any way goes out of line, anybody can stop this Congress again the same way that it was held in, 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 a, in, a, froze, in a frozen mode for the last week. Anybody can do that. Remember that. If Kevin McCarthy reneges on any of these deals, then we can stop it all right now. Can you explain the Rules Committee, somebody asked? Yes, I can. The Rules Committee is the most powerful committee in the House. Because the Rules Committee is what literally makes all of the rules on how we operate as a new Republican Party in the House of Representatives. The Rules uh, Committee is the most powerful committee in the House of Representatives. And now... Because of the concessions, we will have members of MAGA on that rules committee. Meaning that if they don't want anything to pass, nothing gets passed. You see what I'm saying? Do you understand how much power we have in the government? Not MAGA. I'm talking MAGA. M-A-G-A. Big Bang MAGA. I got my hat on. You can't beat Trump. Because Trump was orchestrating a lot of this. And now the rules package and even Kevin McCarthy as a speaker alone can be stopped and halted within Seconds, we have the ability now to hold his feet to the fire. We don't just have to act in good faith. That is how important the Rules Committee is, all right? Now, far-left pundits are absolutely terrified, ladies and gentlemen. Let me say that again. Far-left pundits are absolutely terrified of this new Republican House, and they're complaining that the new Republican House will end Joe Biden's policies and end Biden's spending and cost Hunter millions of dollars in legal fees. And we're here to tell you, yes, that's right. That is exactly what we told you we were coming to do. Folks, do you remember all that stuff for the last two years of us saying, we're coming for you? We're coming and we're coming for all of you. The DOJ, the FBI, January 6th, uh, the January 6th committee, um, COVID, the NIH, the CDC, the southern border. How many times have, we, have I looked in the camera and said, we're coming for you? Guess what? We're here. This is it. Congratulations, everybody. Congratulations for holding out. Congratulations for the 20. Congratulations for each and every LFA family member holding their congressmen and women accountable to make sure that we held Kevin McCarthy's feet to the fire. Congratulations. You are here. This is it. We stopped the bleeding. No longer can Joe Biden's um, agenda for the next two years happen. It cannot happen without the House of Representatives. The only thing that Joe Biden can do is an executive order. 
And even then, we've got the courts. We've got the courts that will stop him. We can, it is no longer controlled by the Democrats. Do you understand how important this is? You've got the left freaking out that the Republicans are going to end Biden's policies, end his spending, and cost Hunter Biden millions of dollars in legal fees because of the investigations and the subpoena power. That is all here, folks. Let's get the people out of the gulag now, can we? Can we? Can we, get, can we let my people go finally? Can we at least start that process? Can we at least cost the Bidens millions of dollars in legal fees like they did the Trumps? Can we at least hold their feet to the fire by subpoenaing them and bringing them under the oath, uh, under the oath, um, swear an oath under uh, penalties of perjury and get them on camera on C-SPAN and everywhere else like they did to Trump for the last four years, six years? Yes, we can. Congratulations. You did it. Folks, I feel like celebrating, but I'm not, I, I don't, I don't want to waste the time. I don't want to waste the time celebrating. I'd rather spend the time moving and putting our feet on the pedal and, and, and pushing it down even further. Holding our foot on their neck even harder. No more death shots being mandatory along. Exactly. 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 You can't beat God. We are winning. Don't forget. Exactly. Are we rumbling anymore? Somebody said, I hope you are. Rumble the video if you haven't. Let's pull up the chat. Let's pull up the chat as it is flying today as we got about 5,000 people watching. I couldn't find you, Jeremy. Well, you found me now. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you are here. I still want to see resident Biden impeached. So do I, Patriot. I'm right there with you, bro. I'm right there with you. Jeffrey's talked about the police who were killed on January 6th. Hey, by the way, hey, did you guys notice that I expected January 6th to be like a cry fest on TV. Thank you for the $20. God bless. I expected January 6th to be this big, huge, um, you know, montage of, of, uh, of videos and people saying, oh, January 6th. I didn't see crap because of what was going on in the House floor. Tell me that wasn't, tell me that wasn't strategic by the Republicans, folks. Tell me. Somebody said the new format is terrible. I think the new format is great. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you're here, Terry, and I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that you're having a hard time chat. It's actually easier to chat and easier to read the chat now. So I don't know what's happening with your side. I apologize, but I'm glad you're here. You need my shirt size extra large. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. But yeah, folks, we're here, folks. We made it. We finally got here. This is huge. How many does it, ta- how many does it take to remove the speaker? Oh, it would, it would take, um, I know there's a number. I don't know if that number's agreed upon yet. I think they'll agree upon that in the rules. I think they'll agree about that in the rules. But again, even if they, even if they refuse to uh, remove him, they can just, somebody else can not, somebody else can do it. Somebody else can do it. They can just keep doing the same thing that they were doing this last week. So again, ladies and gentlemen, about January 6th, because we were showing the world how our government is supposed to work, nobody was talking about January 6th of two years ago. I mean, there were a few here and the Democrats tried to do a, some stupid little press conference, but nobody cared. Nobody cared about that. Nobody was paying attention to that. We were paying attention to taking back over our House of Representatives, and darn it, we did it. One motion to remove. That's all we need. And darn it, we did it. And the left is terrified now. That should, that should reassure you. That should reassure you. It looks like we only have 1,000 rumbles. Let me see how many rumbles we have. We have 1,410 rumbles right now, folks. And we have almost 5,000 people watching. Let's see if we can get there. I've got a few more minutes left here. Um, Mike Crispy, by the way, is back. You are not going to want to miss his, his show. Um, I'm going to run out of stuff here to time here, so I'll save some of these for later. But I will say Biden did finally go to the border, ladies and gentlemen. Biden finally went to the border, and nobody, give a, nobody gave a rat's you-know-what about it because he didn't do anything. However, he was met in Texas by Texas Governor Greg Abbott who hand-delivered him a, uh, a letter on the tarmac. Do, would you like to know what that letter said, folks? I'll go ahead and read you what that letter said. Your visit to our southern border with Mexico today is a $20 billion too, is $20 billion too late or too little and, and two years too late. 
he said in his letter to Joe Biden as Joe Biden finally visited the border for optics. He said, moreover, your visit, this is a letter that Greg Abbott gave to Joe Biden to him, hand delivered it to him on the tarmac, by the way. He said, moreover, your visit avoids the sites where mass illegal immigration occurs and sidesteps the thousands of angry Texas property owners whose lives have been destroyed by your border policies. Even the city that you visit has been sanitized of the migrant camps, which had been overflowing downtown El Paso because your administration wants to shield you from the chaos that Texans experience on a daily basis. This chaos is a direct result of your failure to enforce immigration laws that Congress enacted. Under President Trump, he continued, the federal government achieved historically low levels of illegal immigration. Under your watch, by contrast, America is suffering the worst illegal immigration in the history of our country. Your open border policies have emboldened the cartels who grow wealthy by trafficking deadly fentanyl in human beings. Texans are paying an especially high price for your failures and sometimes with their very own lives. As local leaders from your own party tell you, if given the chance, all of this is happening because you have violated your constitutional obligation to defend the states against invasion through faithful execution of federal laws. Halfway through your presidency, though I can finally welcome you to the border... When you finally finished your photo ops or when you finish your photo ops in a carefully staged manner version of El Paso, you have a job to do. So do it. That is what Governor Greg Abbott wrote in a letter to Joe Biden and hand delivered it to him. Even CNN, ladies and gentlemen, even CNN is now calling out um, uh, Mayorkas and the Biden administration. Can we play this video? There it is. Even CNN is saying that there's an invasion and there's a crisis and you need to do something about it. Check this out. Secretary, qualify what is happening on the border right now as a crisis. We have seen the situation at the border uh, managed in an orderly way. We have seen it in extraordinarily challenging circumstances as well. You can rest assured, Poppy, that we're doing everything that we possibly can to build a system that provides humanitarian relief. I understand that, um, but just what you're seeing, what you've seen the 20 times you've been there, the record number of migrants at the southern border in la- last year it was nearly 2.4 million. If that's not a crisis, Secretary, what is? Woo! If that's not a crisis, Secretary, then what is? I want to give the Smarty Award of the Day to Governor Greg Abbott. It's been a while since he's got it, but I think if he's ever deserved it, he deserved the Smarty Award today. Let's go ahead and cue that music, shall we? Oh, there we go. Oops. Got the wrong sound there, but ladies and gentlemen, the Smarty Award of the Day goes to... Texas Governor Greg Abbott, and uh, I I highly, I I believe that Senator Mayorkas might be impeached very, very soon. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, real quick to bring a smile to your face, um, that warmonger, that loser, um, John Bolton, yeah, he's confirmed that he's going to run against President Trump for uh, for president in 2024. (laughs) Oh, John Bolton, I cannot wait to see you be absolutely destroyed by President Trump. I'm going to love it, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, folks, I hope you uh, uh, I hope you got your Field of Greens. If you don't, please go to uh, fieldofgreens.com, use promo code LFA, and join us in the Field of Greens Challenge. So many of the LFA family members are now in the challenge and starting today and this weekend. I cannot wait to hear your testimonies again fieldofgreens.com. Get your daily fruits and vegetables and start the challenge today with all the rest of us folks. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Mike Crispy comes up in two minutes, his first day back and he is fired up, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be back at 5 p.m. We've got 
Un, uh, Unafraid coming up next, followed by Loud Majority, then a one-hour break, and then Wrong Think, and then Moody with Isabella for her first show, and then right back here on Live from America. God bless you. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face, and keep spreading that gospel. Ladies and gentlemen, have a good rest of your day. And Mike Crispy, good luck with your show. God bless. Peace.